Now that I have your attention at the beginning of the podcast, I can run this intro music. Well, welcome back, everybody, uh, to another episode of Coffee Talks. Uh, tonight, I'm not going to lie, it's almost this morning, it is 12am, uh, or just a little bit before, it's 11.55pm, so it's almost 12am on a Monday morning, uh, and that is the glamorous side of being a creative, uh, which we'll talk about a little bit in this episode. But today I'm sitting here drinking some coffee, uh, just another black coffee from my Chemex kit from the lovely people at uh, Craftworks Coffee Roasters, the Brazilian blend. That was actually really hard to say for a second there. Um, nonetheless, it's delicious. It's coffee late at night on my own in a podcast studio. Uh, so yeah, that's what's happening. Living the life, hey? Um, so today's episode, again, like I mentioned, is a solo session. Uh, so I'm just going to have a quick chat with you about some stuff. Uh, a little bit about what's going on in the business world, uh, explaining that, but also I want to just talk a little bit about something particular, uh, which is, I guess, like the the reality behind being a content creator uh, and such. So we'll get into that in a little bit, but firstly, again, I wanted to say a huge Huge thank you to everyone who listens to this. Uh, the people that are listening are some of the people I appreciate most in the world. So if you're listening to this, know that I appreciate you. It means a lot that people listen to me. <laughs> I mean, I'm just a guy, like I said, sitting in my little home studio, recording a podcast, drinking coffee, and people are finding it interesting. People are engaging and listening. Uh, thank you to anyone who's actually sent me a message. I really appreciate that. Uh, I've had a bunch of people send me messages on Instagram. Uh, they've shared the podcast around. They've given incredible feedback and super kind words, which has been really amazing. So I just want to say thank you to everyone for your kind words, your thoughtfulness, and for sharing the podcast. Again, if you do know someone that would be interested in this podcast, share it to them. Send it around. Say good day. Say, yo, check out this schnitzel. Uh, because it's amazing, and I mean, I don't think, I mean, I think it's pretty good, I enjoy doing these podcasts, and so far, the feedback I've heard is people really enjoy the podcast, so if you know someone that could be interested in it, click that share button, post it on their wall, post it in their Instagram, DM it, uh, hashtag it, coffee talks, do whatever you need to do, and uh, share the love, Uh, and speaking of sharing the love, the rumors are true, people have been asking about what's what's going to happen with Coffee Talks and will there be other options and such. And I have mentioned before that uh, there will be a way to kind of bring this to an exclusive audience and certain things in certain ways. And I still haven't figured that out entirely and I don't want to make decisions on that until I've got enough podcasts out there and the audience has grown a bit more because I, I just enjoy it. But I promise you that the Coffee Talks podcast will always have this it will always be a free aspect it will always be a free uh podcast that you can listen to provided of course you have bought yourself a phone and and have itunes or spotify or something like that that's the only catch to that but that's not on me that's on you uh but this podcast will always be free will always be available unless apple or someone changes things but i always intend to keep it that way however i am looking at ways that i can do extra special episodes and certain things uh and create a bit more of a tight-knit community for those who are super keen uh, to be coffee talkers, to, to be, I don't know, I haven't figured out, we'll come up with a cool name, uh, but there'll be some exclusive stuff, and some of that stuff that is going to be happening is, I will be releasing some merchandise at some point 
in the nearish future. Can't say too much yet. Uh, don't want to say too much yet because it's actually really cool. Uh, and I wanted this merchandise not to just be merchandise. Um, I love, you know, merchandise for brands and companies and artists and creatives and things like that. I'm all for that. Uh, and one of the common things lately is that all these people are using this recycled material stuff, which is great. Don't get me wrong. I love that. That's awesome. Helping save the earth. Recycled clothing made of fishnets or stuff like that. That's awesome. Whatever. Um, but that's my problem with that, that everybody's doing that. You know, that's amazing. That's great. How can I make merchandise or clothing or things like that that stands out a little bit different? Uh, and so I have have conversations going with people and different brands and different uh, entities and how we can do that and make a difference with some Coffee Talks merchandise. So, yeah, stay tuned. Just keep your ear to the ground. That's such a weird phrase. I've never understood that one, but you know keep an ear out for uh some merchandise that will be coming and we'll be able to help make a difference to something in the world as well so keep 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 a lookout for that keep a lookout keep an ear out that's just such a weird that phrase has put me off man it really has i don't understand it have you ever had those kind of phrases that you know your father or mother or grandfather or someone said that you know you just never really understood you're like that's just such a weird phrase but anyway that's that's not the topic of tonight's or this conversation whenever you're listening to this um so what i'm gonna get into is a little bit of a discussion about uh firstly i'm gonna talk about the truth behind being a content creator and a creative sometimes uh because i get this a lot obviously you know my main job is a wedding photographer that's how i bring in 90 to 85 percent of my income uh and i live off that and it's amazing and i love doing wedding photography uh, but I do a lot of other stuff, just general photography on the side, commercial work, personal work, working with models, working travel, a whole bunch of different things. Uh, and it's amazing. I love it. You know, it's a, both realms of photography is uh, an incredible way for me to meet people. I've just met some of the most incredible people around the world, um, spoken to people, phone calls, FaceTime, podcasts, coffee, uh, and it's been amazing. And, and it's one thing that it's done for me is showed me how much I love people. I have always been a huge people person. Um, you know, if you ever happen to pass my parents or meet my parents or something, you could ask them, has Tom always really been a people person? Uh, and I guarantee you they'll tell you that I've, you know, I came out talking. I was, I've always talked to people. I've always just been able to have a chat with anyone for a super long period of time about anything, uh, have deep and meaningful conversations. People trust me. People open up to me, crazy around things. So I, I love people and always have loved people. And so that's one aspect of my job that I really, really love. And, and it's just a huge part of my life that I enjoy. Just getting to meet new people at weddings every weekend, spend time with brides and grooms, uh, travel with people, connect, whatever it is. It's amazing. Uh, and one thing that I get quite often is people, you know, living this world of social media and social media is part of what I do, obviously. It's a big part of being a photographer. I manage other people's social media, but also my own. Uh, and so you'll find me, if you follow me on social media or Instagram, particularly either on the business or my own, you'll see me quite often. Stories about coffee, catching up with people, the daily life. People, if you want to know what I'm up to, if you want to see what Tom does on a daily basis, check out my Instagram. It's pretty much the truth. Someone once said to me, why don't you do a daily vlog? And I'm like, I do. It's just called an Instagram story. It's not edited. It's just an Instagram story. It's real. It's authentic. 
So yeah, that, I keep everyone updated on there. But one thing that someone, uh, well not someone, lots of people always say to me is, oh man, you just live this incredible life. Like you're traveling, you're having coffee all the time, you're having drinks with people and you know, you're doing all this cool stuff. Like your life is just amazing, isn't it? And that's what I get. And don't get me wrong, my life is amazing. I do love it. And I don't take that for granted at all. I love what I do 110, 20, 200 million percent. Um, I think I have one of the best jobs in the world. And I'm super, super blessed and super, super, uh, you know, grateful that I get to do what I do. Uh, but there is a truth behind things such as content creation and photography and those kind of jobs that people see. And it's it's the thing behind any job, I, I would imagine, you know. Um, you could totally look at a celebrity and what you see in parts of their life is the, the brand deals and the, the free shoes and the travel and stuff. And you're like, that's amazing. But you don't see the hard work and the grind and things that go behind that. Uh, and part of what I'm realizing is I want to be real with people that connect with me. I want to be real. I want to be engaging and be truthful and honest. You know, I don't want to live a life that I'm like, I'm faking it. You know, you're just getting the good sides. And I think that's a tendency of what can happen on social media, unfortunately, is we can use social media to show the parts that we want the world to see and, you know, the best of our lives in quote-unquote quotation marks. You can't see that, but I'm doing that. Quotation marks, the best of our lives uh, because that's all we can decide to put up. Uh, And so quite often I'll put up, you know, I don't put up... (laughs) You know, don't put up the average things. I don't put up me going to the toilet in the morning because, you know, let's be honest, no one wants to see that. But I will try and be real and authentic about uh, my life as, as much as I can. And one thing that comes with that, like I said, people are always saying that, you know, you live this incredible life, you're traveling, you're rah, rah, rah. Uh, but they don't see that, yeah, quite often I will be up till what is now midnight, past midnight recording a podcast on my own in a studio like woohoo look how glamorous that looks am i right like it's just me drinking coffee dink and drink it um yeah so you know that's that's one of the downsides you know you don't see the truth and and the the biggest and best example i can tell you about that is uh i recently took a trip to canada shot a wedding over there shout out to billy and sarah for flying me over to canada shoot their wedding uh super fun amazing time and again you know i was super blessed i had the flights paid for and accommodation and stuff for the wedding paid for uh which was awesome uh and then i did a lot of work with a company tribe photo co that i was an ambassador for and Um, so they also paid a huge chunk of the trip. So yes, you know, there's this amazing side of it. Um, but you know, there's also the downside of the fact that, you know, if I'd be totally honest with you, um, it's like, it was May, June, July. So as a wedding photographer in the cold area of Australia, no one really gets married in May, June, July, August. Uh, so it was quiet season for me. So my income was fairly low. Uh, and so I'll be totally honest with you, you know, when I came back from Canada, it was about two weeks of eating like eggs for lunch and for dinner, maybe a bit of soup or noodles if I could. Uh, and you know, this life doesn't always look that glamorous and you know, I'm not, not saying this as a sob story. Don't hear this as a me complaining or as a sob story. And you know, I only have, like I said, 
you know, I probably wasn't the smartest with all my money while I was overseas spending, but, you know, that's that happens when you're overseas. I would have rather experienced travel and, and had a good time doing that than being a tight ass overseas and missed out on things. Um, and so that was my choice and things like that. But, you know, what everyone saw was me having a good time, me traveling through Canada and Chicago and, and LA and, and all that kind of stuff. But people don't see the real side of, of some of these jobs sometimes. So, you know, that's, that's that. You don't always assume what you see is what is true and don't always assume that what you see about people's lives is amazing and going on. And, you know, that's just a small thing. It's not, not the worst thing in the world. I'm totally fine. I'm alive. I'm living. Life's good. It's okay. I'm not, not complaining. Like I said, I love what I do. Um, but, you know, I want to be real with you guys. I want to talk about the truth. And the truth is sometimes that you know, when you live this life that looks glamorous, you're traveling and you've got these amazing photos of landscapes in the, the national parks of Canada up. Um, you don't see the fact that, yes, I traveled, you know, while I traveled between Chicago and Canada and Toronto and Quebec, I did 15 hours of travel in like straight. So, you know, people didn't see that. People didn't see me sitting on a plane editing so that I could get content up. You know, people didn't see me um, sleeping on uh, the ground so that I could just get a bit of sleep so that I could stay awake for when I got to um, Chicago and explore the city and get more photos for later. Like, and, and again, like I said, it's not a horrible thing and it's all a personal choice and I have chosen this career and this path. So it's all on me. I'm not complaining. But don't judge books by the cover, as the old saying goes. Um, but also I encourage you to find the people like that. I think one thing that needs to shift in social media particularly is, um, the, the honesty from the people you follow. Um, you know, if you're following someone for their fitness inspiration, um, are they really telling you when they have a bad day and they probably feel a little, a little fat or a little bloated or a little something like, you know? Um, are they being honest with you? And I'm not saying tell them to, like I said, tell them, tell you when you're going to the bathroom and all this stupid stuff. Don't, don't make them do that. But I just encourage you to, to find people that are real, find people that are authentic and honest. And I think that goes for everything in life. I don't think it just goes for social media. I think one of my goals is to just be authentic, as I said, in every aspect of what I do. When I talk to people in person at a wedding, be real, be honest, um, when I post on social media, I want to be real. I want to be honest with people, you know, like I think authenticity is one of the best characteristics and best qualities any person can have, no matter what their job is. Um, flip it is, <laughs> have you ever just been doing something and realized you forgot to do something else? Yep. Just had one of those moments right now. I forgot to pick up some posters that I meant to do. Crap. That's all right. I'll do that tomorrow. Never mind. Um, yeah. Now I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, good podcasting right here. Podcasting at its best. Uh, authenticity, you know, pick, try and just be real with your life. You know, with your friends, be honest. With your family, be honest. Everything you can do, be honest and be truthful. And that's particularly big when if you want to grow a social media channel or you want to grow an audience or influence or something like that. People always say to me, because I run social media for lots of people, they're like, how do you... You know, what's your one bit of advice you would give anyone trying to run social media? And I just say, be you. Starting a brand, 
build yourself into your brand because people want to know that either the brand is run by a real person or you are a real person. Everyone can tell you can see those Instagram comments from bots that are like, great work, thumbs up, smiley face, sparkly stars. And you're like, woo, thanks for that support from a fake person. You know, people want to know that you're actually a real person. So that's why I think stories on social media and things like that are one of the best ways you can do that. You can put up stories regularly and just be like, hey, look, today I am traveling the world. I am, you know climbing cliff tops standing in the very edge which I do quite often sorry mum please stop harassing me about that my mum doesn't even listen to this podcast so she won't uh, she won't care uh you know you can be doing something amazing but then on the next day you could just be having coffee and editing in the cafe for the whole day like if that's all you're doing let people know that's what you're doing because people so often think that that could be seen as negative and seen as you haven't made it, you haven't been successful. And this this all goes back to my original YouTube video about success and what is success. But people define, you know, if you're not doing something amazing every single day as not being successful. But the reality is people want to see that you're just an average Joe that happens to get paid to travel the world sometimes or, uh, you know, does the best job. Perhaps you're a studio engineer and you love that. Perhaps you're a nurse and you love that. Uh, because you get to save people's lives, but sometimes you're honestly just sitting in the break room having a cup of tea. Let people know that. Let people know that you're a real person, that you get tired, you need to take a break, you know, you do this, you do that, and be honest with people. Be honest and authentic. Build that into your brand, whether it's a business, whether it's a clothing label, whether it's your personal brand, whatever it is, build yourself as a real person into it, and I guarantee you'll succeed. You'll find people will connect with it more, People will be engaged more and people will just want to relate with you more because they know you're a real person and it's true. Sorry, needed a sip of coffee. Um, but that, that kind of correlates into the second topic I kind of want to cover. Uh, and the second topic I want to cover is that of the brand. Uh, so for those who don't know and who I guess have just been following the Tom DeWire Instagram account, uh, I have another Instagram account for my wedding photography business. If you didn't know that, if you don't know that, what are you doing? Um, you know, check it out at Light City Creative. Um, that's the brand. It's great. I love it. People love it. People start to know who I am. People have, you know, the Light City Creative brand is becoming more recognized as wedding photography, which is great. Um, and like I said, from the get go, I have been doing everything I can to make that brand attached to who I am as a person and, you know, my core values, my core beliefs, my core morals, my core characteristics. Uh, and that's where this, that's where this is getting hard, right? Let's, let's get real. I feel like I need some like serious, like real talk, I don't have that because I don't want to overproduce this podcast. I just like that it's a casual chat. But anyway, um, so with a, with a brand, like I have run this wedding photography business for three and a half years now, full time, uh, or like officially started as a brand at three and a half years. There was obviously like a year or more kind of in the making and then the thought process of that. Uh, and in that time, I have probably changed the look and the logo of my brand a couple of times, at least three times. Uh, not including all the original drafts and mock-ups um, and that kind of thing. But I'm doing it again. 
changing it again. And I was having this conversation with someone the other day, and they were like, why are you changing it? Uh, and because what I do in my other line of work, you know, outside of wedding photography is I do design, uh, websites, content creation, that kind of thing. And I've recently worked on a few websites for other wedding photographers I know. So just revamping it, redoing the copy, the words, um, all that kind of stuff throughout the website, which has been really cool. I really enjoyed it. Uh, don't get me wrong. It's been amazing. Um, but I started to notice something really, really funny across these these websites that I was doing, uh, but also the um, other websites that I was checking out. Um, because it was it was amusing that most wedding photographers had these classic wedding cliches across their website. Um, you know, they would drop, there's a common phrase. And don't get me wrong, my website has things like this in it too currently. Like, there's nothing wrong with this. It's just funny that this is what we all gravitate to, you know, that we all say, I'm a wedding and lifestyle photographer. Um, I capture the real and authentic um, I want you to be you because nothing is truer than you being you. Um, photography for the the adventurous. I'm guilty of that. That was part of my slogan and branding for a while. Um, you know, I'm authentic. I'm real. And, and it made me wonder how much of that about wedding photographers and, and it's not just wedding photographers. Every brand and industry niche kind of has it as well. It's 100% everywhere but it's just that being a wedding photographer in this industry I see a lot of it and working on a bunch of these weddings obviously these wedding photographer websites I saw a whole bunch of it in one chunk of time that kind of went boom okay this is real uh and it, it yeah it made me think like how authentic are we really being like are we really you know adventurous and wild hearted and you know like is it true does, is that the way we live as wedding photographers? And it got me thinking about my own brand uh, and the problems with it and the, the upsides and the downsides. And yeah, I, I arrived at this conclusion that I created the Light City Creative brand three and a half years ago now. So when I was 20 was when I kind of came up with it. Um, and in this rebrand that I'm working through, I'm not changing Light City Creative. The name Light City Creative is staying. Uh, I'm sold on that. It's got a bigger part, bigger meaning. It's fun, you know. It's not tied down to anything particularly. It's not like it's, you know, a, a dated brand or a label. Uh, there's nothing about that that is centered around a time period. It's a timeless name, uh, which I'm happy with, and so I love that, and I love it. But the feel behind the brand, I'm in this part where I'm like, it's not me, and it's interesting because I know other people as wedding photographers that started out. Uh, with what they were claiming is kind of that childish feeling brand that, um, you know, not super sophisticated, not um, targeted towards their clientele. Uh, And they've now developed their brand into a more sophisticated, a more um, classier feel for the clientele that they're bringing on. You know, they're shooting lawyers and... Uh, high-paid people, they're shooting their kind of weddings. And that works fine. If that's the way they want to go, that's amazing. And I feel like I originally created my brand, Light City Creative, and immediately was like, I want my brand to be nice, classy, and sophisticated. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, There's nothing wrong with having a classy and a sophisticated brand. 
But as I've seen these other wedding photographers, you know, claiming the authentic, the wild, adventurous, and cliche, I'm starting to look at my own branding and kind of going, yeah, I fell into that a little bit, but I feel like my brand doesn't represent me anymore. And that's the problem. I feel like I've done the opposite of other people. Uh, Like I was saying, people I know that have started with this childish kind of playful, fun brand and developed it into a sophisticated, established brand. And I feel like I have done the opposite. I have, you know, for so long I... People have told me that I'm just another hipster, that I'm just another denim jacket-loving creative, that I, you know, I'm a, I've been labelled a hipster without a beard. Um, and, you know, I took some photos with a friend recently of each other hanging out, and they happened to mention they said... Uh, I, I was taking a serious photo of them, and then he's like, you can laugh. And I'm like, yeah, but you wanted a serious photo. He's like, no, I don't care. I want to capture you. You're a fun guy. You're a laughing guy. You're an excited, energetic guy. I want to capture that. I don't care whether we get a serious photo or not. I just want to capture that. And I was like, that's awesome. I love that. And it kind of clicked in my head that that's who I am. Um, I've got this brand that's sophisticated and classy and clean-cut, when the reality is 80% of the time you'll find me in a pair of ripped jeans, boots that are probably broken but comfy as, uh, a $2 kind of op shop shirt, a denim jacket, and a hat or a beanie. You know, people have labeled me the beardless hipster, um, all these kind of things. And so I'm thinking, this is where my mind is going towards, that I want to just embrace that. I want to stop kind of... You know, I would be like, oh, I'm just, I'm not a hipster. Shut up. Stop bagging me out. Ha ha ha. But I'm like, what if I stop denying it and just kind of go, yep, that's who I am. That's it. Um, what would that do for the brand? What would that do for the business? Could I shape that around me? Could I target my clientele, my audience more towards that side of who I am? Like, I don't care whose wedding I shoot. I don't care if I'm shooting the wedding of a lawyer and a doctor or whether I'm shooting the wedding of a cotton on worker and a painter. Like, I don't give two craps about whose wedding I shoot. I, I don't care about what they do. I care about who they are. Uh, and so that's not what I'm doing this for, but I just feel like I can be more authentic as a brand and as a business and can tailor myself more towards certain people and ideal couples uh, and things like that based around my brand and who I am. And so I'm going through this whole this journey and <laughs> this journey of self-discovery. I'm going on a journey of self-discovery, trying to figure out who I am. And step one to figuring out who you are is exploring the soul. Just kidding. I'm not doing any of that. But I'm I'm looking at the options. <clears throat> I don't know why I went so high-pitched with that. That was really weird. I had to cough and tried to avoid it. But I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out how I can make this brand A or 1 stand out. I don't want to have a wedding photography page that says I'm a wedding and lifestyle photographer. I capture the authentic like as I look as I type it in right now. Let me find my website. I'm going to type it in and I'm going to show you exactly what I'm guilty of on my own website <clears throat> saying the exact same things as what I'm saying everyone says. Um, because like I said, I'm guilty of it too. I do it as well. When you go to the about page, uh, who am I? There we go. Blah, blah, blah. Travel. Light City Creative was created for one purpose and with one thing in mind. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. That's true. That's 
that's the truth. That's where it came from. Uh, and then he goes and says, we wanted to be different from the get-go, something that stands out above the rest. And that's what I'm getting at. Ah, that's it. Getting a little bit excited. Sorry. Um, but, like, look at this. This The next kind of sentence is, for me, it's simple. I love to tell a story. I love to do what I can do in the best way, whether it's for an adventure or for a wedding. Like, everybody says that. Everyone says that I'm for the adventurous and I'm for the wild. And, and yes, that's true. I do love adventures. I'm in the mountains exploring quite often. I'm doing weird things. I'm walking around my hometown, shooting street photography, filming myself. No one does that here. Like, seriously, no one does that in Orange. Um, but, you know... I want to start embracing who I am as a person, as a fun-loving, wild, a weird hipster that doesn't have a beard and, you know, that different side of, not that different side of me, the true side of me. And so I'm, I'm going down this rebrand trying to figure out that and it's been hard. It's, I, I look up some work and I'm like, oh, that'd be really cool, that kind of style would be awesome. And then I get set on that and start to work around that. And then I go, oh, but what about this? And I get caught up on that other side. And, you know, it's it's a lot of work. It's a lot of late nights. It's, uh, you know, it's now <laughs> almost 1 a.m. Woo! Um, you know, that's that. But that's the journey I'm going on. I, I wanted to be honest with you. I wanted to kind of let you know that I'm going on a bit of this rebrand journey. And uh, as it continues on, I'll keep you updated. Uh, hopefully at some point, I will have the rebrand of Light City Creative full, fresh, and ready to unveil to the world. Uh, but for now, it's just figuring it out. And I felt I kind of needed to let people know. Let people know that that's the journey, and that's where I'm headed, and that's what's going on, and that's why I might be up until 2am for the next six weeks because I'm just trying to figure stuff out. And that's the brand and that's the business and that's fine. And, you know, that it is what it is. But I want it to be different too. I want it to be able to stand out. I want to have something that, you know, if you were to come across my website or you were to get straight on my website and you would be like, what the heck? Like... Am I on a wedding photographer's website? Am I on an artist's website? Am I on a, you know, a psychopath's website? No, maybe not that, but, you know, I want people to kind of feel like they're experiencing something different when they get to my website uh, because I feel like quite often we get to wedding photographer's websites and they're all just clean cut, white, look really nice, and there's nothing wrong with that. They do look really nice. They do look clean cut. It's beautiful, but I feel like they're very very similar and they're all the same way and I want to stand out like I said that that line about I want to the purpose of Light City Creative was one thing in mind a city on a hill cannot be hidden I wanted to stand out and do something different from the get-go and that's the truth but I feel like I have slipped into a bit of a, a bit of a groove a bit of a comfort zone a bit of a place where all wedding photographers can be found or find themselves and I'm working through it. I'm getting there. Um, but, you know, we'll figure that out. We'll figure it out as a family together. So if you're a designer and an illustrator or someone like that and you want to work together and want to help make something really epic, uh, shoot me a message. Get in touch. Uh, we could have some fun. It could totally be anything. Who knows what this could be, where this brand goes and what it represents and what it becomes and turns into. 
Um, so yeah, that'll happen. We'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. The rebrand is happening. Uh, but all my Tom DeWire stuff, coffee talks, is all staying put. Finito. It is done. It is staying that way. Uh, and whether you like it or not, I'm going to read you a very funny review from that I actually can't see. I cannot see this review on the podcast. It was the very first review ever published for the podcast. Uh, and it was published within like five seconds of releasing the very first episode. Um, and so thus, I think it's not legit because, you know, they didn't really listen to anything. Uh, but someone said, it's not a great idea. The cover's a great idea, but the text and color scheme is trash. You know what, Aluna001? I think you're trash. Be real. Listen to the podcast and then give me a proper rating. Don't listen to two seconds of it and give me a rating of zero. The title is literally, I wish there was an option for zero stars. If you do wish there was an option for zero stars, that's cool, I get that. But don't lie to me and just tell me that, you know, you think my colour scheme is trash. It's connected. If you would know that my brand is based around that colour a little bit, mixed with the red, uh, because of 3D. <laughs> you know, uh, I always loved, and I still do, I really love them. You know those 3D glasses you used to get as a kid? One eye was blue and one eye was red, but when you look through them together, things would pop out at you, and it was really epic. You could get comics like that, or you could get you get the movies and see 3D movies that actually things actually flew past you and out you rather than just sat there in front of you like it does now. Uh, that's part of how I branded Tom DeWire and my business around that, or my personal brand around that. Because I loved that as a kid, and that was epic, and I loved it, and I was super stoked on it, and then I went, I'm going to make my business branded similar to that, because I like it, and it's cool. So that's why I did that. That's why you've got, you know, the Tom DeWire with the red and the blue on either side. Don't know if it works. Unfortunately, I've lost all those uh, 3D glasses that I used to have. Could be somewhere. Could find a pair and see if it works. Maybe if I go cross-eyed and stare at the brand, it'll work as well, but who knows? Maybe not. I don't know. We'll figure that out. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to put this podcast to an end for now. Uh, thanks again for listening. If you like it, please click that subscribe um, and tune into every podcast notified when it comes out. Uh, you don't have to click anything special about that. That's the great thing about podcasts on Apple Podcasts or anything. You can just click subscribe and it will let you know when there is a new episode out. It's boom right there. It's brilliant. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. If you would like to leave a review, let me know what you think of the podcast. Join the few people that are down there that are insulting me about how they think that my color scheme is trash. You're trash. Uh, but if you really like it, let me know down below as well. We can have a chat. As always, shoot me a message, a DM, through Tom Dwyer on Instagram. Maybe one day I'll set up a little site for Coffee Talks where you can interact with me that way or we can send messages or emails that way. If you have the Anchor app, uh, this is how I, that is how I produce this podcast. Well, not produce. That is how I uh, store and upload this podcast through Anchor. Uh, it's an app you can download from any store, Google or Android. Google or Android? Google, Android or Apple. And uh, from there, you can leave voice messages. Uh, one day I want someone to leave me a voice message just so I can put it in my podcast and answer it. Um, leave me a voice message that says, yo, what up? How do you do this? 
something and I'll, I'll we'll have a chat but you can leave voice messages uh, or just DM me most people are DMing me and that's kind of fun and you get to have a chat and start a community um, but yeah keep an eye out f- keep an eye out keep an ear out I keep saying that just keep listening merch will come out at some point it's getting late it's almost 1 o'clock a.m. so you know like I said my brain's going to mush but uh, thank you for listening and again you can find this podcast on anywhere that you can find your favourite podcast but until next time I will see you or you will hear me again on Coffee Talks next time you tune in thank you for listening and you have a good week bye bye now bye now